my. No my. Hi there, my. And welcome to Two Two Podcasts with your host, Fine and Crave Calder. We have got one heck of a final episode for this season, and I'm going to tell you who we've got. He is known as one of the greatest composers of Māori Waiata Mōtea, mm. they are writers of books. He is a graduate and tutor of Te Panekire Tanga, and he is also known as a Hamilton Karaoke Bar Champion. Oh. Please, put your hands and minds together for the one, the only, Farao Nick Lloyd. Tēnā tātou, kia ora kōrua o tira e tiwi, kia ora. Oh, oh what an intro. <laughs> oh, that got me one hit up. <laughs> oh, it's better than a matatini bura. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's an honour to hear those words, but so, uh, for our obviously most of our viewers probably already know who you are, but for those who don't, whakamohio um, mai, who you are, what you do, where you're from, and uh, anything in between. Oh, tēnā koutou, um, yeah, wah. I like telling the story. There was a, um, a gentleman by the name of Lindsay Gloin, because Gloin is a very Māori name. And he came into the Oweraka Valley, which is about uh, 20 minutes, actually, by, ho- by horse back in the day. But now it's about a 20 minute um, south drive southwest, southeast. And he, had a, he was a shearing contractor, and he contracted the local Māori. There, who uh, who are Oka Waki Fare Puhunga, um, and the shearers, the um, the sweepers, the Rouseys mm. were all from there. And one of the Rouseys, her name was um, Yvonne uh, Tunoho, and she ended up she's in the gang, and she ended up rousing him, and had us. <laughs> and I'm the youngest, and my mother was the um, the first. One of the first ito mato hapu i moe te pakea. Wow. Yeah, and I, I go back to my dad because ahako he pakea taku papa, and actually I'm having some memories of him here while I'm here at Waikato because I'm, um, you know, I'm a um, alumni mm. of Waikato. And he haramai taku papa ki taku potai tanga, he came to my graduation. Iaui fai te reo mai taku tamariki tanga, I was passionate, always been passionate about te ao Māori, te reo Māori, te kanga Māori, te ao Māori. And a lot of mates and, and whanau said, oh, that's not going to get you anywhere. You know, my dad never ever said that. He saw that that's where my passion was and he supported me, you know, fully. Um, ki te whai i te reo. Nō reira, e kōrero whakatamarahi te rai te mei kei te kōrero mōko ake mō taku pāpā, but, you know, I just want to acknowledge my dad for having my back and um, supporting me, ki te whai te reo, because a lot of people just waste the time, it's not going to get you anywhere. Te reo's taking me around the world. So, kuira, nā kuina taku pāpā, taku mama he raukawa, raukawa ki whare pūhunga ngāti raukawa, engari tana mama he mania poto he rere ahu. And just recently, kua... Uh, so I'm making myself known I know I'm Manyapoto But my nan was very old school So not like now how we say Oh, I'm a nan side, I'm this My nan was very When, when I said to her uh, My pepeha And I remember to my pepeha Say, nan, whakarongi taku pepe That was trendy in the 90s I'm a 90s baby mm. It wasn't something before then. I was like, oh, nan, whakarongo ki taku pepe. And she's like, ai, te whakahi hoki. Like, that's arrogant. I was like, hey, what do you want? 
did my pepeha, and when I said I was, I said I was Rokawa, and then Manipoto, she was like, who? Um, I was like, Manipoto, and she said to me, Okay, so I married your grandfather as an iwi for me. She was an arranged marriage, mm. you know. So that was my nan's thinking. My nan was very old school. Uh, she couldn't, um, the, the komatsu was shared when she was brought over at about the age of 16 to my grandfather's people. She couldn't speak English at all. And even when we were growing up, she spoke English to us, but her uh, wasn't pigeon, but she just had a real fresh mm. way mm. of speaking English. She couldn't write. So, um, you know, growing up when we were little, if, if we went to the shop, if uh, she wanted some, uh, she'd make a list, she'd draw everything because she couldn't write. So she'd, you know, and everyone's like, oh, that's cool. And it's like, yeah, but sometimes we're like, oh, is that an apple or a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> and at the time I was like, oh, it was just normal. But now when I look back to that childhood I had and, and to touch, you know, my nan was old school. When people say, oh, they're old school. My nan was old school. Mm. She was cooking on the fire until the 80s. You know, so and, and moved out of our homestead from the country, a house with no power, brought up, you know, 15 or more kids. And lots of Māori have the same upbringing of mm. parents. Yeah, so for my father to pair with my mother, now this is in the 60s, it wasn't a done thing, you know, for Pākehā to um, marry Māori, mm-hmm. you know. So it was quite a big thing. And my dad always went on about how uh, our my mum's people welcomed him into... Our, our iwi pretty much And dad said My nan cooked the best roast lamb And it was cooked in the fire So that's a little bit about me Just a little bit Yeah And, and my upbringing Because I was very Lucky to be with the komatu And I just I was pakiki, Asked heaps of questions And all of that sort of stuff So kohau tērā Mean Mean Thank you for sharing um, Just a bit about yourself mm. um, Very interesting Very interesting That you bring up Bringing um, Brought up by um, Korowe and Kuiya um, As <coughs> Um, I myself didn't have that opportunity as they passed away um, prior to our prior to my birth. But um, what's one of the in your in your opinion one of the coolest things about being brought up in that generation by that specific generation? Oh man, look, we were, <laughs> I done an all nighter on the weekend. We had um, uh, it was uh, my auntie's tangi and um, my uncle's unveiling. So she passed away just before Labor Weekend. Mm. Um, she passed away two days before the unveiling So the whanau decided I oh, will just have it together We'll have the burial And then the unveiling of her first cousin right? Mm. And heaps of my cousins came back That I hadn't seen in years Now I grew up in in, Ve- in Otorua Nearly said Vegas <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Otorua But we always came home you know. But the thing about growing up in Otorua Was because I was brought, grew up there I was born there And brought up there Um my cousins still had to catch the bus to school. If there was something at the park, all my cousins that live in Taumuti, they had to catch the bus. Mm. But because I didn't go to school in Taumuti, I got to stay at the park. We grew up, it was called the park. We didn't call it the marae growing up. It's still the park to us. Anyway, um, to say this unveiling on the weekend was like my generation. You know, and we've all grown up and da-da-da-da. But man, when we all got in, we were, we were dancing till like six, seven in the morning. You know, I was like, hmm. Matt, what's that? Funny light outside. <laughs> oh, it's the sun. It's coming up over the hill. And you know, my nieces and nephews are getting up, stumbling in the morning. And I'm like, yo, I still got it. You know, we got, we got the, um, yeah, we got the stamina, I think. But yeah, probably that was one of the coolest things is that um, the, the, the whanaunga tanga between us and the kazis, 
you know, back then. And, um, you know, I don't want to sound like, oh, you know, back in our day. <laughs> but it is. It's like that. We go to the park and all the kids are on their phones. And, you know, I love technology, but because we didn't have that, it was like, go find your fun. And we pretty much leave the park in the morning and we wouldn't come back till the afternoon if, when, when there were things on there. Um, I hung around the pipe a lot too, though. Yeah, so, you know, Bull Rush. Mm. Bull Rush is banned. You know, did you know that? Yeah, yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah you, you're not allowed to play it at school, you know, because it's so dangerous. Like, yeah, <laughs> man, we, there was, there was some of the day, best days of my life, you know, um, Bull Rush. Um, you know, and it was like, Bull Rush! Mm. Um, the wars we'd have as kids, so we'd make these little armies and stuff. But yes. growing up at the park, going Ealing, mm. um, that's natural part. We lived at the park for a bit when we did the renovations. And um, actually, I was, I'd started university then. Mm. Um, and we lived there for a few months, and um, so that was that was cool as well. Like, you know, we didn't have jobs. Um, few of us were on on a benefit of some sort. One of the aunties, and we'd all pull our money and go into town to Dale shopping once a week. And they were cool days. Like, and we were going out foraging not for the fun of it. It was because we had to, yeah, eat. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. I remember living, we had this bag of like two hundred savloys, and we had savloys every which oh, way at the park. Beautiful you know? savloys. Yeah, batter savloys, curry savloys, roast mm. savloys. You name it. So I think that was one of the best things. Um, yaoe tapuana, yaoe tamariki ana, kotera huatanga, yamata itepa itemarai. Mete te mohio. Everybody knew we had an electrician. And I think that's something that's missing in a lot of hapu. Mm. You'd find we'd be no different. Every hapu had a, a, a butcher, a chippy, a carpenter, a sparky, um, a, a self-taught builder, <laughs> you know. Um, everybody knew how to break down a beast, you know. I'm, 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 a, I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat anymore, but I know that that's still an important part of... Marae life, mm. you know, and that's that knowing that is within in the front and a lot of marae, but also I've seen with Ringawera too, the schools aren't there like they mm. used to be. Yeah, so those are, those are some of the, probably the things I value growing up without any phones and just getting out there down the river and just getting lost all day and doing what we want and yeah, getting paru and all those sorts of things. I think um, I see we haven't got any children yet, but I think parents are just way too careful with their kids these days. And kids aren't growing up to problem solve. Mm. You know, we'd get yes. given a job, you know, and we had to work out what the fuck to do. Oh, shit. Because um, <laughs> oh, we knew we were going to get it if we didn't work it out. <laughs> you know, now you can go on YouTube and shit like that. Mm. Um, but um, we, yeah, that's so, so that. That sort of upbringing, I think, was a real taonga. And, and I'm happy that maybe we were the last of that generation. But it's not too late. I think, um, you know, everything's relative. Uh, language, culture, land, jobs, health. Kato era tanga. You know, so when I moved, when I, when I moved home, even, uh, you know, when I came home, moved to Taumutu, and all my mates in Utu were like, hey, what you mean? Taumutu's like, you're crazy, what's in Taumutu? I was like, those are my fans, you know? And I haven't, I've now lived in Taumutu longer than I lived in Otorua. Dang. You know, so I've reached that point in my life. And I'll never, ever forget, because I got a lot from Taurau as well, mm. growing up there. I got the best of both worlds, like Taurau and Tainui. 
Um, yeah, so those are some of the things that sort of come up when I think about yeah, my upbringing. Mean, mean. Just to just to clarify, um, there's no restriction on language here. Okay, right. So Very you're, good. You're, you're so you're you're whatever you want, whenever you want, yes, however yes. you want. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now I'm sure someone's gonna listen to this going, "Oh my God, what the prani just say?" Oh, <laughs> expletives. No, so just to re-highlight something that you said, do you feel that a lot of kids these days don't grow up to problem solve and they're expecting like the answer straight away? And not, not like try and figure it out themselves? Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, I was reading some research the other day and it sort of hit, because uh, I was thinking, I read this research, come in by, I was reading an article, these you know, um, academic articles, and it was about not letting kids be bored. So we're in this thing of they've got to have an iPad. You know, and we do that too. We've always got to be looking at something to, you know. Mm. Um, but in that space of being bored, you find stuff to do, you know. Um, so yeah, that that's another thing, and 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 that and that's the problem solving thing, you know. On board, well, okay, what can I do to have some fun to solve the problem, mm. you know? And if there's no technology, what do I do? And um, you know, I'm here to um, my my whanau down the river down Whanganui, because I think Tirohoi's got a really cool template for iwi to follow and removing, um, to, as as Che Wilson would say, um, disconnecting from the cacophony of modernity. So going into into the tail and you've got no choice, say. Eh? And once you do it, you're gonna find stuff to do, and mm. you're gonna reconnect. You need a disconnect to reconnect. So mm. definitely. What was what was that? You just said disconnecting from the cacophony of modernity. What, what does cacophony even mean? It's all the, it's the noise. It's the noise the, that we have in our lives. Mm. You know, there's noise. As soon as I wake up, I, I wake up. My my schedule in the morning is I wake up, I go for a karakia, or maybe a mummy. And then karakia after that. I'll go outside and have my karakia. So I'll always go outside, put my feet on the ground. Even if it's cold as raining, I'll go outside. And then I'll do my stuff before I look at my phone. Mm. You know, but a lot of us, you know, as soon as you're up, you got your phone, scroll, scroll. We live in a scroll. Um, Humanity is just scrolling. We just mm. scroll through everything. So that's the noise that's in our lives, you know. YouTubers noise, all of us love those things, but I think it's balance. We're missing the balance, you know. Um, so yeah, that's the cacophony of modernity. Mm. Modernity, modernity, yeah, yeah modernity. And um, now we're just gonna we're gonna segue onto another corridor. You were talking about being in Tiawamutsu or Tepiki Tani or Tiawamutsu. Yeah, 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 Tepiki Oahi, <laughs> the big smoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? We know that you do a podcast because it's quite yeah, a little really podcast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> quite a, it's quite a well-known podcast. Taringa yeah. podcast. Uh, what what made you want to start Taringa? Te te pātai, and I was pondering that actually on my way over because um, I thought that might come up in the conversation. And um, you know, I'm so grateful for Taringa. Um, I wanted to share with the world uh, as much of me as possible. That's what that's what Taringa was about initially, because mm. I had corridor to give, and I thought, man, and I um I noticed that there was a hole. Um, Māori weren't podcasting at the time. Um, Shane Milne did a bit of a tutu, mm. but there was really nothing out there. And having real conversations with somebody who knows what they're talking about, mm. you know, not someone googling shit. You know, or I read this in a book, or I learned this. You know, this is this is stuff, life experiences, and that's what I wanted to share with the world. 
and I shared with you, bro, you know, my mate said, and big um, mihi to my bro, to uh, Morkina, Morgan Samuel, who had done some podcasting. I said some bro on the podcast that I wrote, and he goes, okay, content, consistency. That's all he said to me. And we've maintained that, I believe, mm. the content and the consistency. Um, so that was, um, and I and he goes, okay, what are you going to do? And I had it straight away. I didn't have to think. I said, we're going to have Tikanga 101, because I'm an ideator. Um, so Tikanga 101, uh, Iwi o te wiki, kupu, 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 and Once Upon a Timer. Mm. Now, those are all things that I think they make up. You know, it's the magic of Taringa. Mm. But I grew up, uh, once upon a time, I grew up listening to radio shows. You know, on a Sunday morning, my dad or my mum would tune into the, there used to be a kids' radio show, and they'd read stories on there. You know, so that was the concept behind that. And Tikanga 101, when well, I came here to uni, it was actually Tikanga 101, Tikanga for Dummies. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> its full title. And go go to Mai. Yeah. Um, because. You know, people, they go to things and they make out they know, but they actually don't know. Mm. And especially even people that know. There's lots of things that we've unpacked in there and mm. we've had some really great, you know, fantastic guests through the years with Taringa. Rangi was the first one. Mm. He was the inaugural Taringa guest and we launched on Matariki. And that, and Taringa was also there to support um, his, our work in realising Matariki in this day and age. Mm. So, um, yeah, aku mihi nui kia, kia, ki takuwa, ki arangi, uh, me tērā kaupapa. So, yeah, that's where Taringa sprung from, really, and he said, have you got a name? I said, yeah, Taringa. Mm. And that was it. That's pretty much it. I've had a few hui with people who want to start podcasts, and they're like, so what do you do? I said, I don't know. <laughs> they're like, what? And I was going, content, what's your idea? Hey, everything's ka, ka puta mai te whakaaro, te mm. hiringa. Pera ia, pera ia tāne, ia tāwhake ko te hiringa i te mahara. Koira te menui, ko te whakaaro. And even, you know, going back to composition, um, you know, there's a time in my life and I still uh, see myself as close to um, te whānau wehi, um, te, uh, te kapo o te wakahuia, where um, Ngāpō, um, wehi, Uncle Bub said, it all starts with the thought and the composition. If the kaupapa is there, the words flow. Mm. It's like anything, you know. And then the tune comes, mm. or the, rang, the rangi and the beat and all of that, it'll come. But if, if the kaupapa is there, if that's solid, if that's sound, then, yeah, you're away. So, yeah, kuira. Kuira te takinga mai o taringa. Mean. Um, so, um, we have a few favourites of our own podcast, but I just want to know, you're 261 episodes in with 219 five-star reviews. So, <laughs> kāpai, that's <laughs> massive. Little flex, by the yeah. way. And I think two over 2 million downloads. <laughs> yeah. So, we want to know, what's over that course of time you've, from the start of Taringa to now, what has been, if you can, your favourite episode <laughs> or, or, or moment that you've had in Taringa thus far? Oh, I have to say recently um, the one, the Matariki special we did. Mm. So after, This year's one? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was just, I was so grateful for, um, you know, aku mihi nui ki, ki taku ruanuku kia um, tāpou, te mara, mm. ki aku ho ki te matapuninga that they made because it was optional sort of a thing. But they all made themselves available after. And we were stuffed. And the kōrero that we generated there was fantastic, you know. Um, koina tētou a kūtino, ko tērā no hoanga tahitanga o, o mātou. Mm. 
um, Kotera. Oh, there's just so many, you know. And I was with um, Wayne, Dr. Wayne Ngata this morning, so we had him on, and he said something, and he's so true. He's uh, so true. He said, um, um, you know, the more I find out, the less I know. <laughs> and it is. Every person that's come on Taringa, I've just been, you know, my mind blows every time. You know, and he, he um, Tinoho Marco, um, he, Mikeli, and he's like, Are you even gonna run out of, you know, Kwa Waku Waku? I said, No, there's just so much more we can talk about. Yeah, um, so recently, that one, um, definitely the first one again, um, that featured Rangi, all of the uh, the iwi, the iwi o te wiki. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna mention any of names, any of you, <laughs> no, are that was my next question, <laughs> but um. I give people, you know, there's and there's people out in Tel, like Ngātoki or Tel Māori mm. that have said to me, oh, when they're going to a hui, the first thing they do is, is see if Taringa is done or <laughs> Because they, they can listen to it in the car mm. and they, or before they go and again, and they can get everything that they need enough. Mm. It's enough for them to, you know, um, Crack a mean karanga, or if I call it, or, or put some stuff into the hui and get the, you know, you, know, you get the nods from the iwi, mm, and they're like, oh, the, the, boy, mm, yeah, kia ora, kia ora. you know, um, <laughs> it's all that way, ho mate tangate mihi. To me, that's taringa, mm. you know, and, um, you know, people that have um, gone, when I've gone around, uh, been around the world a couple of times, and, and recently, you know, dropped t shirts off here in Berlin, we're in Amsterdam, because we've got l- listeners there, so leave a t shirt somewhere. So um yeah the iwi o te wiki um the paki kehua that we started so the, the one close to me is the one about my sister and if you've listened to that we got mixed reviews people really got an um authentically mm. genuinely scared listening to those mm. and particularly with that one um yeah and cuz cuz they're true stories true from cuz these stories that have been shared by whānau and that one was from my whānau so it's a bit of a kōrero kumara tera ingari because the the queer name my nanny Naki, um, I didn't have any memories of her, but there's so much kōrero about her, mm. and that stirred some um, uh, emotions. And I got other people talking about Te Awaidua. yeah. So um, ngā, ngā pakikehua. So yeah, I don't know, put my finger on one and say <laughs> this is my absolute favourite because every episode has something. Okay, mm. then on the other side of that spectrum, mm. what's your least favourite? Oh <laughs> no no no! Let me rephrase. I'm this. not gonna say because my brain's not good about my way, but some of my, some come on and they're just too they're a bit serious. But mm. but but it's because um kite kite kite. So we try to have a bit of banter, but they're just like nah. I'm yeah, just gonna be straight. <laughs> <as."> <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe someone from Hauraki was a bit straight. <laughs> nah, I love you, my bro. And another one from Tamaki. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's not that they were my least favorite, but yeah, I was like, oh, uh, and a bit more. Um, there was a bit more efforts, mm. I should say, with those ones. Yeah, but there hasn't been any. I was like, I didn't like that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I, I'll have to. Um, oh, shout out to um, kia kitaku hua, kia kia ku, kia Quinton Hita. So that was Erica's first day. Now, me me more quick kia ku. He's an anakia, <laughs> you know, and um, a lot of people don't know how to take him. Mm. He's got he's. And he's got a different sort of humour. Mm. And, um, you know, Erica's like, oh, and it was her first ever. And Erica, she was, uh, but she was just a bit of, oh, can you just jump in? 
you know, and now she's a mainstay. And she represents that voice. And you know what I'm talking about? She's the person that people that are listening, like, oh, can you ask this question? And mm. she's that person. She's really natural. Well, man, maybe that wasn't the best show to have on. And Quentin was just being cute. You know, she'd ask him a part and he'd be like, I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, he's doing all those ones. It was meant to be about Ngapui. We had to do it again with Julian Wilcox because Q didn't want to play. Mm. You know, so yeah, Kuira te Kuira ngā wero. Mm. Yeah, and you guys all know it's uh, um, uh, a rere, rere te kōrero. Yeah. But I was brought up in the cup of tea culture, you know, growing up with old people. So, you know, uh, and my mum, mum had a list uh, back in the day, <laughs> she had a list of all the whānau uh, and their phone numbers. And, you know, once or twice a week, she would pick someone and just ring them. Mm. She'd have a cup of tea. You know, we're going visiting, um, and I'd just sit there. And they'd be having a cup of tea and yarn for hours. And that's how I was brought up. Uh, when people say, oh, he was brought up by his <laughs> I didn't get formal tuition. Mm. Um, I was with them when they'd be in the moment. Mm. You know, so, uh, and, and there were the sessions sometimes would go till the sun came up. And there was no, you know, a way he caught it back then. The room would be full of smoke. My mum's younger sister, um, Teuru Whakareo, who's like a second mother to me, mm-hmm. another mother to me, so along with my kuia. Um, so, so dear. When she passed away, uh, we were overseas with Te Panikiritanga. I used to have a dread then that I started here when I was at um, uni. I was in as the one dread. So I had this big, long dread. Mm. It was past my, it was down past my ass. It was one dread. When my auntie died, I cut it. I cut my nah, who actually cut it off and it went in the coffin with her. So I flew home from Hawaii to her tangihanga. Mm. And um, the funny thing was, he, we were at the University of uh, Hawaii, um, Tahilo campus, mm. big island. And the Hawaiians or the Maori, Kanaka Maori, wanted us to do a kōrero on mihi because they're just fascinated how. And Kaiti Moyo called kōrero and Māori have this thing We just stand up We know when it's time To do a mihi mm. um, And a kōrero And they just wanted to hear Why why we do that So uh, you know and, and it can be as formal Or informal And I got the call From my sister That our auntie had passed away And I had a moment And I had to go out Into the trees And I remember calling to her Yelling and crying And saying Auntie where are you Because we say You know Hawaiki Hawaiki Nui Hawaiki Roa Hawaiki Whāmama While I was in Hawaiki and mm. I'm like, where are you? You know. So anyway, the whole of Pandekiritanga finds out. I go back into the uni, uh, to the uni side, and um, everybody just starts getting up. So it was like a live fire exercise that the, the our kazi, um, the kanaka, were witness to. They're like, wow, they didn't see that coming, you know. And we just did what we do, um, you know, karanga, faikorero, or mm. motete, all of that. Yeah. So, um. That's that's the second mother I'm talking about Tūru Whakarewa and I cut my dread off and it went in her mm. in her coffin. So yeah, so I was brought up in the cup of tea culture and um back to yarn, the yarns, you know, it was just yarn, 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 and she just talk and talk and talk and I just listen and listen and yeah, that's it. Mm. And um I just wanna ask, because you're our two kinda in the podcast realm, mm. what are some challenges that you've had faced whilst um developing your platform to where it is today? Probably one challenge, Teta and Tahiano Mato Kahui in Marama. So we're always like, we meet like maybe once or twice a year just to see how things are going. We do a little bit of planning. <laughs> oh, yeah, we understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this great master plan on the spreadsheet that our, you know, the, the engine room of Taringa do, and I thank them for that. 
And then, you know, sometimes I walk and I, now we're not doing that. <laughs> and that's why I love my team. And that's why Taringa has worked. Mm. Because uh, the Taringa engine room acknowledged that Te Mutsungi, and I say this with humility, Kayao Te Mauri. But, you know, if I see, no, we're not going to do that. I'm feeling this. So that's one of the challenges because when the other thing I wanted, when Kia Rongo Te Iwi I Te Wairua Māori, you know, and some and why a lot of time why do a Maori isn't planned? Mm. Um, you know, if, if you go back and uh, actually, if you go back and listen to Farehuia's episode, that wasn't the planned episode. That, but that was the day Farehuia died. Oh, he yes. died the night before, mm. and I was going to Rotorua, but I knew I had to do a taringa. I had to get that one. Had, we say get one in the can. We had to get one in the can. So um, t- it was actually no te puahiri te fakaro. Snow was like. Oh, bro, should we do one for Farihuia? You know, and it was just me sharing my my fakaro about Farihuia. You know, say, Kuera te tahi wero. Um, Pefia te pupuru i te wairua Māori. I was having that wairua Māori. Um, you get someone could do a dissertation on that. What is wairua Māori? Because you can go to someone and you go, Oh, pai te wairua. You mm. know, it's, it's a motive. It's something uh, that's not, um, you know, you can't do a psychological breakdown of it. So Kuera Tetahi. Mm. And everybody has lives and they're busy, so those are the challenges. Content isn't a challenge. Um but ooh, some of the things that um it's probably need to be careful what we some of the things that we and we've got a we've got a range of cope by that is creating that safe space for us and the listeners and um sometimes who the content is about that if anybody's gonna listen to it, they're not gonna feel, you know, Offended or whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, getting the right people involved. Um, so kuira etahi onga onga wero. And um, yeah, we pre- I'm pretty open. You know, kua take the team. I said, look, if we get to a time where we'll know, we'll feel like Tutting has done its its duty, then we'll finish. You know, we're not just gonna flog it. You know, we're not at that point yet. No way. Um, but we're not afraid to say like, okay, we think kanui tera. Mm. Yeah. Mean, mean. Um, I want to I want to move on to something that you briefly mentioned before, more te te. Mm. I watched the video. Um, I must have been many years ago of you giving a little bit of a wanang about it, and two of my favorite sayings that you said came out from that. And it's um, if if you're up in the sky or down in your gumboots, that's where you gotta go. And the other one is it's not Aotearoa's got talent. Yeah. So I wanna so in regards to your tikanga about more te mm. where did that video come from? Because I feel like, and mm. correct me if I'm wrong, mm. it was from experience. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, kia koreo tā mote motete, you know, tēnei whaiai koreo tēanei, uh, my, my mum's younger sister, she nurtured me in te ao te motete from, from about 19 years old. I just love mote, I always have, you know. Um, and not only how to perform more, well, the, the tikanga behind more there, which is a lot of that's missing these days. And you know that America's Got Talent thing? It is because what's happened is because um, he nui te ao te whakataitai. Mm. Um, a more te you do at the matatini or any competition is very different to how it's naturally performed on the marae. Mm. And I say to everyone, ko te papa and you should be able to do a motetia there and and be able to um execute it mm. in a Maori way you know um and that America's ta- got talent thing you hear a lot of um say like uh, what's an example 
So okay, I was just singing a line, line from Kiki Wairaka, which is a well-known one. So uh, old school, you'd sing it. Kaike ki wairaka katahuri whakamuri kati kotea. No vibrato. Very straight. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now, because we've trained to stage sing, I sing on stage, you know, you learn vibrato. Yeah? So now to carry the motete, we'll go... Kaeke ki o waira ka katahuri whakamuri kati ko te aro. We're using vibrato more. Mm. So those are the, and, and just the dramatization, I guess, or over-dramatization, which over-embellishes the performance of the motetea as one and yeah you can see it I believe um, a good judge uh, I'm not talking about I'm not talking just the ones that you're we kakite kui te tai e mō te te ana ka mohe koe ko ākona ia kia mahi kia tika tana mahi and you just know someone when, they, when they've been brought up um, ki te, ki te waiata mō te te and someone that's only been brought up to do mō te te in kapahaka mm. yeah two different they're two different things so there's always a balance for in the competitive arena to um, marry the two yeah, so kuna nahu tanga. So yeah, that's that was that thing about being up, and you got to go there, you know. Uh, and this other thing, kita fakarungo king um old recordings, man. The ladies, they get up, yeah, up there. yeah, man. They're up there. But you know, someone does it now. If someone starts a a, a motete and it's too high, you get the eye rolls. They're like, hey, like nah, and they won't like that. You know, nah, man. The nannies they cracked it. Yeah, I've, I've been a, I've been a part of an opera. I think you have too, where um the motete will start, um King Arogi too ha ha, and then the droop just like four different notes. Down yeah. Low. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my mum, you know, my mum wasn't into motete, but one time she got up with my auntie. My auntie goes, get up, because it's just them. And my mum knew the waiata. Was it, I was think it was the part or how. Anyway, my, my aunt is singing. Well, my mum was like, it's like, hey, hi. Mum was like, hey, we need a row. Mum was harmonizing. And my auntie's singing, she's in front. Oh, my aloha. And she sees my mum. And she's like, and my auntie's like, ay, we, fuck up. <laughs> and my mum's like, this was on the marae. You know? So these are the these are the sort of things that I, you know, tell Maori is in all serious, but my auntie was still in character. The, the manuhiri didn't hear her, but it was just a little, you know, just a little quiet, you know, little, because that was their language. It wasn't shut up, it was like that. And my mum was just like, yeah. Oh, I would have been mortified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh that, that's a core memory for me if there was that. Oh, was man. That. That's, that's on par with getting um, the Waiata Totoko starting halfway through your kai Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hell. The yeah. cool thing is they... My mum, taku mama te So my mum yes. the eldest of all the kids, and she was told from a young age, mau te o pakeha, mm. and my auntie, who I've been talking about, was told mau te o Maori, and my auntie was the last um, taku mohe arranged marriage iroto yamato. Mm. It wasn't that long ago, you know. When you talk we talk to rangate about arrangements, like hey, <laughs> um. Yeah, so mum was okay, and that's how they were with each other. They could swear at one another with love, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, banter yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, they they had their mahi. Yeah, mean, mean. Mm. Um, well, it's a great segue to talk about um, your uh, your 
involvements in Kapahaka throughout the years because you're not the uh, as, you're a as, core factor of Kapahaka yeah. and its contemporary form. Mm. Yeah, as yeah. as students, we this is like looking at uh, the the legends right now. We've yeah. had a few sit across from us today. Mm. Uh, I mean, this year, but um, we we haven't been able to be this close with someone that's shaped Kapahaka to where it is today. Yeah, because you're. Correct me if I'm wrong. You are you're a Matatini delegate, mm. um, and are you still with Motai Tangataro? Yes, Motai's having a break. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we we um we made the call Nahuia Naikumawa na power call that we were going to have a break after the last Matatini. Mm. Yeah. So um and man, the timing couldn't have been any better because we went into COVID. Exactly. So um yeah. So Motai's just having a break. We're not over. Mm. Um, I, I needed some space to think, and yeah, I've had it. So yeah, nah. so yeah, um te terekete o tainui, koe te heamana o te komitikapaka o tainui. So yeah, I think if, you need, if you're in governance for kapaka, you need to have done the stage stuff and the behind the scenes, you know, uh, e pawako au, he kaititu au. I, was, I've, I've, I started composing my first mōte te, I was 11. So, and it was very, very simple. It was about mine and my mum's trip back from Rotorua to Taumutu to the pa. Mm. You know, and it was like, E traiwa na mawa i te rori o mamaku ka ki te ite maunga o ngongota. That's how it was, but it was a party nonetheless, you uh-huh. know. And then I and then I went up, you know. I just kept writing and um, me mihi o ki um, me mihi e o kayako mua. So I just want to mention um, te morihu um, tuhua te te morihu te morihu o ngai o iharaira. That's his whole name tuhua. No ngai tuhoi uh, ngati kuri rua tahuna who passed away. Um, during uh, Te Mate Uruta, you may know the song He Ho no Re. Mm. So he wrote that. Wow. People just don't know. Uh, he wrote um, I Waianga Nui Pu. So he did the Kupu and Kimuro Danarangi. So he wow. was he was my um, classics. Pawako at uh, Intermediate. Now I would have never had that if I grew up in Taumati. Mm. But there's no Kapaka. And then I had all the Tarawa, you know, um, auntie, uh, Uncle um, Putu and Auntie Rotu, Auntie Pikiao and Tuhoi. Um, Napi Waka Koro Napi He was our tutor Kura So I was exposed I had good exposure And I saw Kapa In the Irirangi Was our tutor For, for um, When I was 14 You know Very very Old school You ain't see that shit anymore People getting hit <laughs> You know You do something wrong You get a whack yeah, But yeah. you never forget yeah. And people think That was in a Bygone era In some of Some other Far off Far off galaxy It wasn't that long ago We were getting Whacked at high school you know, yeah. um, so that that all influenced me, and I. But my uh, my upbringing with my old people and my hapu iwi orokawa and the kapaka stuff, um, not stuff, but um, skills and matauranga that I learnt in Taro, I was able to marry the two. Mm. And then in, when I was eighteen, I got the call up. And that was one of the things that really brought me home. I got the call up, boy, come back and teach kapaka. We got the marae games on. You know, it was one of those ones. Yes. And that's, I came home to teach kapaka because nobody knew kapaka at home. Mm. So I had all the material. I had all the um, content because he whakarongo ki ngā kaumātua. I just had to put it down on right songs and I took the um, the whānau. And that really was when Motai didn't take the stage till 2004, mm. uh, 2006. But... Um, yeah, 2006. We didn't take the, the floor till then, but um, Motai started with me getting the call up when I was 18 year old by 
by the whanae. I think you come back and take kapaaka. So. Wow, so this is your baby, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So, you know, and then being, uh, Joe Harawira was the previous mangai um, for Tainui on, on uh, Te Matatsuni, and then, yeah, I got voted to go in. Um, by default, if you're chair, you go on. Oh. And yeah, and then I got a, into governance there, and um, a lot of things get done at that table. Mm. And uh, probably one other, uh, I'm going to say I'm proud, um, is we got te reo in the aggregate, because it was never in the aggregate. And I fought, me and some others, other other people had brought it up, but no one actually fought for it, mm. I believe. And we did, Tainui fought, I fought, and um, got the support of, of the rohe, and now te reo is an aggregate in there. And mm. it's changed. Because uh, in a good way, because people take they they're serious about the, their shit, mm. you know. Um, before you didn't lose marks, so you could get away with, you know. You can't go back to um, oh, it's a uh, poetic license. <laughs> yes, our our tupuna exercised poetic license, but itika mm. teriu. Poetic license doesn't mean your reo is full of hapa and you get away with it because no, 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 that's not poetic license. So people get people don't do that anymore. They take it seriously, and I know groups get, they get their um, adept. They, they might get the composers to work with the title speakers, you know, and vet, you know, um, the compositions and go through. They never used to happen before. So, um, mm. and it has, yeah. Hey, just quickly, we have to follow our kids because. Um, secondaries had been doing it from the start. Mm. Oh, true. Yeah, but he, um, the one of the main hang-ups was, I don't want another iwi judging my reo. Ah, you know. Yes. And I just saw this as an excuse because I'm like, well, they're judging your haka. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's I get the whole way? Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? So yeah, I just had to get socialised and things. Play. Yeah, I'm I'm proud that Tito was an aggregate. Mm. Yeah, and then yes, yeah, so all of that and the people I've met in my life, you know, I was I was twenty one when I first wrote for Wakahuya. Uh, that's that's twenty one years ago. I'm forty two now. Mm. You know. And when I look at nothing is back in my day, but <laughs> look what I was doing when I was twenty one, you know? Um and, and, and three years before that I wouldn't have dreamed of writing for Wakahuya. Mm. And I did their first party that and it was the first original composition they did as a traditional item. Wow. You know, and that was um, yeah, and I'll never forget going to visit uh, Ngapo and and Pimia, and I was so nervous. I recorded myself first, and then we played the tape, um, and Tapita and their son and I very good friends. And then when Uncle Bob Hedy goes, "Who's that Koro?" and he's oh, that's him, Dad. He's singing it on there. That's him, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I'm I'm grateful. I was um, the kiao, you know, the Koro time with the serendipity. Um. There are no coincidences in Te Ao Everything happens for a reason, you know. And and um, as I go, as I said, you know, um, there's a reason why my parents moved to Rotorua, mm. and I was brought up there, and mm. I got the best of both worlds, you know. There was a reason I came. I met people here at Farewanong Waikato. Was Farewia's last year? Timoti had already finished. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm just I'm just grateful for the um, experiences I've had. And this is bringing it back to Taringa, of why I wanted to, to start Taringa because I got to share as, as much as my, of myself with the world through, mm. through Taringa. And and through your experience, I just want to know what do you think builds a good kapaka ropu? Fanaunga tanga, 
Ya. Koe rata tima tanga, ko te whanaunga tanga, eni roto i te whanaunga tanga, uh, ko te aroha. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, ke, ka whakarongo mai, uh, ka whakarongo e tai ki aukarepe e tautoko mai, um, you've got to set your intention as a group. What are you there for? Are you purely there for competition? Because if you are, you're not going to exist very long. You need to have the whanaunga tanga and the whakapapa. Um, and kei roto tērā i te whanaunga tanga. So ki au, koe rata te mea nui ko te whanaunga tanga. And, when, and that's not just with your performers, that's with everybody. Mm. The performers are only the tip of the iceberg. You know, when we go on stage, we take the sewers, we take the cooks, we take the mums and dads that aren't on stage, they're doing the babysitting, the whoever, that's all whanaunga tanga. And if that ain't working, kare pai te tū a te kapa. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, cool. Um... Uh, on the throughout throughout the kapahaka stages, I've we've seen uh, various kapaha adorning quite a few different taonga over the years. Um, whether that be a whole boar's head, or mm. in your case, an entire manu on your ear. Mm. Um, we had a question from one of my um, one of my colleagues um, who wanted to ask you mm. um, what warrants wearing such a such a um, what would probably be seen today as an unconventional. Um, taonga, because it was really cool, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. Uh, don't understand why. Well, we were lucky. We we um we were gifted some huia, you know, mm. um, from one from yeah, you know, exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm gonna wear that, you know. So you know, the huia fe- uh, na huia wears the feathers na huia na wear are huia. Yeah, they're not just feathers. So um Kiao, I think, you know, there's this mm, for one of um we gotta we gotta um we gotta rock our style. Mm. You know, and Kapaka is one way to do it. I think that's you know, we're in this interesting space too with fashion at the moment of trying to find what what is it to dress like a Maori? Mm. You know, without without uh, having a quarterway or something like that, you know, because I can go when I go to Turtle Island or America you know, our cousins over there, they've got a, they've got their own fashion. You know the, the, the Indian. They like they like being called Indian, e payana tira. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like, you know the Indian, straight away. You know, we've got our tonga Māori and things like that, so that's what we rock. You know, that's our bling. Um, and that's what it is. Kui ranga whakarākai is, is kui te bling. And, um, you know, like you're going to go all out when you go to a wedding or something and how you dress. So it's the same i roto i te, um, te ao te kapaka because you're representing your tūpuna. And you're being a tūpuna for the other generations. Yeah, so kura te tikanga o te rā. Ah, cool. Wow. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about the year we bought a pig on. Yeah, well, yeah, I was, but you kind of, the, the, yeah. the story diverted, and that's okay. <laughs> that's all good. But I think we're going to move on to something a lot lighter. So, okay, um, right. So here at 2 we're quite notorious for giving out gifts to all of our guests. And like today, this is not a nothing different. So we've been able to get in contact with a few in- important people that are, are close to you, and we found out why why you like it. And there's a reason why there's a glass on the table today. Oh, I know what's going to go. We brought you some some lovely alcohol, <laughs> and um, I just want to know why why is this your favourite drink or um your favourite type of alcohol? It goes back to the old people. Mm. So um, they drank whiskey. The, old, the older generation drank whiskey. They, yeah, say, um, you know, when I grew up, there was only um, Waikato, Debbie Draft. 
Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know, maybe, and, and it might be, maybe line read, but it was Waikato DB. That's it. Oh. And it'll be whiskey and maybe rum. Mm. That's it. There was no pre-mix. And, you know, I saw, you know, there was kegs. You know, that was that was our generation. Kegs and crates. Mm. You know, and then um, and the old people drank whiskey. Uh, my my nanny's drank it. My aunt, my auntie was a whiskey drinker. Um, one of my uncles I must mention, Te Marera, he uncle Tabs, he was a, a Scotch drinker. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, that was like and that was like the um test for me when I like, you want to drink. Was it? Oh, you drink this. So that's my that's my drop. I like a dram. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, yes. um, if I didn't have to drive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's all yours. I had to ask a few whanau and your PR and whatnot to see what you'd like. One of them said parai tuna, but I don't have access to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right too. Yeah, yeah. Um, tuna is the other one. That's my favourite, favourite of all the kai Māori is tuna. And I'll have that over any other kai Māori. I'll have it over crayfish, anything. Because that's our kai. Yeah, where I'm from, that's our food. You know, and that's what we were brought up on. So everything, like, hey, so mm. that's it. Uh, but I had enough um, tuna pray over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> maybe for next time. Yeah, yeah, no e no that that's cool. Oh, B- before we continue on, I just want to segue <laughs> on to Kai now. Yeah. D- uh, do you understand the tier list system, like an S tier, A tier, B, C, D tier, and where you put things? So, like, let's say with um, tuna. No, yeah. no. Nah. With tuna, you would say that's your love. You love that. That's S tier kind of koi. Okay. Yeah, very similar to like a like a grading system for university. Right. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm just gonna throw out a couple of the uh, kai Māori. Yeah. And I I want to know where you would place them on your tier list for kai. Are you gonna just give me some numbers for the tier list or like? Hmm. Are you gonna give me some numbers? So, so like, like so like S tier is the tip top. Okay. And then it's A, which is like pretty elite. S T A. B C D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, S T is um. What what does that stand for? S tier. Like, yeah, it's like scholarship. Like yeah, that's yeah, what I know yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. S T A B C D. Like superior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so would tuna be S tier for you? Yeah. Where's yeah. boil up? And and S T and but like if it was smoke, it'll be an A. Ooh. Yeah, but if it was um pry, say so fried. And Parfara, it'll be a ST. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, where's fry bread for you? Uh, not really. A, yeah, it's probably be a even a B or a C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, boil up. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a, a. Nice. Yeah, because we had boil up all the time. Mm. Mm. Where's yeah. hangi then? Yeah, it'll be there. Ooh, I think it might be that might be a ST, but. Hangi is something special. You didn't have it all the time. And we had all the versions of boil-up growing up. Mm. You know, it was puha and flank, mostly, or brisket. Then it was uh, watercress. But where we from, koro was the big green, so collar greens. Mm. So koro, turnip top or poata. Mm. Yeah, so there's degrees. So cabbage boil-up, that'll be like a B or a C. <laughs> you know, but a puha will be up there. Yeah. Um, puha koro will be a ST. So, yeah, I, I, there's, that's the other thing is, is there's not just one boil-up. Mm. There's all different versions of pull up. Some people, oh, we weren't really into bacon bones. We were, it was brisket and flank. Uh. Um, it's hard to find flank, beef flank. See, mm. people again, what's beef flank? They'll be listening. Search it out. You have it with a puha. <laughs> and, and if you've ever had it, so uh, the other thing too is, is you, um, to make your, your mutu mutu or kini kini or your dough boils, you get the water of the boiler. That's mm. the old school. You make sure there's hinu in there. 
in the in the boiler. Mm. Put it with your flour. You you don't make it with the water out of the tap. So you make it with that. Plus you add some salt, right? And then to top it off, even above a ST um, boiler would, would be you make paka paka. So you get the fat from the brisket or the fatty brisket. You roast the hell out of it mm. until it's crackling, right? Let it cool down. When your boil up's ready, you put the um, paka paka in the boil up. That is the the top boil up of them all. Salivating honey yeah. right now. Oh, here come up. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is oh. old school. That's how my nan made yeah. boil up, and she would have paka paka in the cupboard in um, enamel tins, so and pretzel tins. So she'd have meat. We call it meaty tahu. So she'd paka paka the meat, put it in pretzel tins, fill them up with honey. With you know, Hindu, <laughs> and then when if you wanted some, you just pick one out and put it in the frying pan, or put it with your boil up. Ah. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. You, you won't go to someone's house and they got a tin of of meat and Hindu sitting in there. Ah. Yeah, so that's a, there's the degrees of boil up. Un- yeah, unreal. Um, okay, well, since you're talking about boil up, bro, what do you think about this one? Sausage boil up. Ah, mm. uh, depends on the sausages. Hellas. <laughs> Well, Hellas is the, the th- and that's the other thing, there's not many butchers anymore. Mm. If butchers had their own sausages, so we wouldn't have just sausage, it'll be a side with the boiler. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And this is going to probably freak you two out and everybody else, because I don't eat meat anymore. But I know I, still have that I can still cook a boiler, mm. but I make a mean as vegetarian boiler. Veggie, Ooh, what veggie yeah, so if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've even had, you know, finally try it, and they're like, well, this is on. Yeah, if you get the you got because you think about it, yeah, yeah, the meat's a component, but you you need the greens as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boiler's not a boiler without the proper greens. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any substitutes for meat? Do you put like tofu or whatever? Nah, but we've got um, there's some really good vegan sausages that we use. So yeah, we mm. go back to that. But also, you put a ton of butter in. You need the fat content and salt. Yeah, as the other ones, and yeah, and the acids, which is the greens. Mm. So for any good cooking, no matter what country you go to, there's got to be there's got to be fat, acid, and um, what's the other one? I said salt. Mm. So if you got those three components in the meal and the balance of, it's gonna taste mean. Perfect. All all all, all made in <laughs> harmony, you'd say. Yeah. And speaking of harmony, bro, as I stated earlier, you're quite the karaoke fan. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, over the, over the years, I think it might have been prior to COVID. Mm. I heard a story that there were um, there was a, a congregation of Kapahaka that were in Hamilton at one point in time, and they all went to Billy's Karaoke Bar. Are you familiar with that oh, place? Oh yes, I've been there. Oh, is this still going? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Very, uh, it's quite the uh, focal point of many Maori, um, especially those who are in Kapahaka. So my very, I before I kick off with this story, I want to know because you'll probably say it already. Um, I don't know if I remember. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> it involves you doing a bit of a cuddy cuddy, yeah. Um, quite, quite, quite the loving cuddy cuddy too, might I add. Um, but before before that, um, what are some of your your karaoke classics, bro? That you go uh, to? We, I used to be in a band, so we had a yeah, we had a band at school, and we've got a band, but I haven't been to practice yet. So. <laughs> And we're called, I'm gonna date, I'm gonna tell everyone here, our band is called The Love Tuners. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. And um, there's me, um, Leon Blake, <laughs> Rangi, uh, Leon Blake's on piano, uh, Rangi Matamu is on um, bass, 
Kuro hearing our pause rhythm guitar, drums, and all sorts, and also um, Tatiri McLeod. So that's a, yeah, we might let Hanyan, but um, that's our band, um, the Love Tuners, yeah, because we all, we all love music, you know. Um, but I had a we had a band at school, and we did a lot of um, soul, so anything commitments. So, which was like, you know, um, so Mustang Sally is like one of my go-tos. Yes. And then you gotta, and the thing is, you don't just yell that song. It's, you gotta, yeah. So Mustang Sally, um, I'm good for a bit of um, Frank Sinatra. Mm. Yeah, so. Talking my language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything sort of 70s, you know, Kiss and Say Goodbye, those songs. Mm. Um, man, uh, like, um, yeah, Little River Band. Yeah, so. I've, I listen to a range of music and then I love my, you know, I love my gangster rap because we grew mm. up in the 90s. Yeah. You know? We weren't really thinking about what we were rapping then. Now oh. we're looking back and going, oh, should I be saying that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all in the farekai. I put one on the other night and we're all saying like bitches and all of that and biatch and then we're like, oh man. So yeah, um, and that has all influenced me too as a composer. Me. As well, you know, growing up listening to Dr. J, Snoop, um, Biggie, mm. you know, um, Tupac. They're the, they're the ones, but I don't do those at karaoke. So, yeah, so um, definitely, yeah, Mustang Sally, Soul, Motown, Marvin Gaye, yes. Smokey Robinson, mm. all of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, nah, never mind. Never mind that karaoke story. Where the where the fuck yes. did this band come from? <laughs> what the heck? Lineup is unbelievable. I can't, like you, you said, Ruggy Martabo on bass. I can't imagine that. That's um, unreal. They're, they're really um good musicians. Yeah. Yeah, Koro Hiri can play. Um, I'm not even gonna come. I'm gonna have to be kicked to the tambourine. <laughs> um, but so I'm, I'm obviously gonna be um, singing. Yes. Um, yeah, but they can all play instruments. You know, um, Leon's a self-taught pianist. You know, a lot of his compositions. You know, you listen if you listen to the stuff he's written for Te Piringa, to Hirangi of late. So he loves BG. So he's great BG singer. He sings in falsetto. Oh boys, if you hear this, you're gonna be. Oh, you're telling everyone. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, they, but that's our um, that's our band. But we've been like just the other day. I was going, man, we can't have these practices, and we're not going to play anywhere. So who knows? There you yeah. go. There, there, here's the push. Uh, yeah. Here's the push. Go public because that yeah. band lineup that sounds, sounds crazy. Oh. That's that's just like a lineup of keynotes because <laughs> oh. yeah, and it's just a way for us to um, just let go, mm. you know, and and just connect from the cacophony of modernity and just be ourselves and be mates and Yo, jam and have you know, some fun, yeah, mm. yeah, and have a couple of drams, of course, you know, he tonga tatate, and kuna pete te akukoro fakamutunga. Um, you know, we need to do stuff to ground ourselves, and um, you know, when I go home, uh, I've got no qualms in getting the tea towel, you know, um, and getting and mucking in, and you know, um, and kuna te tai me kiau um me fakaitis to be humble. Yeah, so they, those sort of things keep us humble, and um, people, yeah, people are tangata tate. So yeah, mean, mm. oh boy. Well, we're coming to an hour now, so we should probably oh. fuck it up. Oh, there's do you have the time to do one a few more things, or do we need a? Oh, no, I'm alright. Yeah, should be cool for a couple oh. more things. Yeah, oh, we're very lucky. So, um, the f- main question we got to ask is when's the Love Tunnel's going to be performing at Billy's? Oh, <laughs> <the> debut. <laughs> Man, you know, it's hard enough just to sync our diaries to get a practice in. So I missed the last one because um, um, I flew to Europe um, to repatriate the bands. Mm. Yes, of course. Yeah, and the brothers are like, oh, man, that's our band practice. I'm like, <laughs> you know, Europe band practice, you know. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, I don't know when our debut is going to be. Maybe Kurunehana next year or something. I might ask the king, hey, can we play at Kurunehana? I'm putting my foot in it, man, going public with this. Yeah. All I imagined was Slungy Bartam were, ow, we've got band practice. He was, I was there. Like, ah, you're a stinker. Yeah. Love you, my old tutor. But yeah. oh, that's my favourite lecture. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, get to Europe then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bring back those koi we then, all good. Oh, Hika. Well, you brought it up. Um, it was Austria, mm. right? Yeah. Wow. Um, what an experience I imagine it would have been. How mm. did that even come about? Because it seemed rather random to the public. Well, you know, mm. um, we, did, we did an episode on this too, but, um, you know, Karanga Aotearoa have been doing this mahi for. Ooh, over maybe coming up to 15 years or more. So Karanga Aotearoa, um, they're tasked with repatriating Tupuna remains mm. that are mostly in museums overseas. And they've, you know, um, we've rep- they, they have, we have repatriated koiwi from uh, North America, Canada, um, France, um, other places in Europe. Um, yeah, mm. and, and um, that was through the government. So Legislation went through to set up Karanga Aotearoa. So, memihi te rahunga i te tuatahi. And it was Po. It was Ta Po that um, rang me up. And um, I won't say he asked, uh, but he, and I won't say he told mm. either, but I'll say he said in a very Māori way for Nahu, that he wanted Nahui and I to go as a, a tāne wahine team because you need a tāne wahine. And our job was to. Um, Arataki te ropu o te papa uh, Kia te tuki nga tikanga Māori mm-hmm. To make sure everything And for me to clear the way For our tūpuna to come back from there So it was 60 odd 67 I think um, Tūpuna That was stolen Wow wow! By um, Andreas Raishek Who was a collector And stole um, human remains um, From period of the eight, late 1850s To I think the 1880s Don't quote me on that one And he did, he stole them you know, and they, and they were from caves and grave mm. sites. Mm. Um, he knowingly did it. It's documented. He wrote a diary about it. Of, we've seen his diary entries. Um. So when I when I got the call, I was like, "Yep." And it was uh, even more of a yes for me when I heard it was Vienna because on my Maniapoto side, my great great grandfather went to Vienna mm. with Wurimu Toitoi. So this is Hemara Wahanui or mm. Te Whanonga. And he went with Wurumu Toi Toi on the Novara. And this was an expedition, a rural expedition, and um, ordered by the Emperor Franz Joseph, who was the, the Emperor of Austria. And my grandfather went back on the ship with these ethnog- um, ethnographers, um, Haast. Uh, so all these names, a lot of the names down south, like Hotstetter, Franz Joseph, Haast, they all come from these Austrian explorers that came here to Aotearoa. And he was on the boat. These koi were on the boat with him. On the ship, I should say. But he didn't know they were on there. So when I found out and we got the provenance of all these tupuna, Mm. I thought, man, I'm bringing back these tupuna that were on the same ship as my um, tupuna. He didn't know. If he knew, he would have, you know. And later he found out, though, and I read the diary of Raishek. He was disappointed in Raishek. Because mm. they were friends. Mm. Mm. And he said to Raishek, sort of words to the effect, like, oh, we open and talking about not only, he was talking about Te Ao Māori. We opened the, our world to you and you took everything. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
So that was one of the, yeah, it was like a, you know, a yes straight away. Um, so that was pretty cool um, mm. that I got to go to where my great-great-grandfather went and visit um, some the places. So I went to the, the palace. He, he's, he was a guest of the Emperor of Austria, you know. Cut a long story short, just in short about this tupuna, and you can watch Te Arapakahitana documentary about him um, or 10 years or so mm. ago. Um, gift the emperor taught him how to print uh, or got people to teach him how to print gifted him a printing press and when he came back we were on the cusp of war it was 1860 so we were about to come go into the first Taranaki war mm. uh, 1861 to 1860 uh, 1862 and then 1863 and then of course the Waikato war mm. uh, which was 1863 November to uh, Oraku um, 1864 and he was on the cusp of war so he ended up using the printing Press to print the Kingitanga newspaper, Te Hokioi. Mm. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I'm <coughs> missing band practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the honour, and it was like, I didn't do any interviews, I I, I dodged the camera. Mm. So um, I was like, oh, nah, talk to, because I just thought, oh, I don't want to front it, because yeah, it was a really important job, but I just felt that um, like the Papa team that had done all the work um, before then, and it's highly, highly political. You know, because you've got governments talking to each other, consulates, museums, all of that sort of stuff, you know, goes on before. And um, I'll, one of the most relieved I've felt in my life was when the plane that had the crates, two crates with those ancestral remains, landed in Auckland. Because mm. I knew we were home free mm. then. And, and they were safe, you know, because I thought, man, the, the music can change their mind at any moment. And um, we had been campaigning... And when I say we, I mean we as a people for those tupuna to come back since 1945, since the sec- end oh. of the Second World War. Yeah, so it's a big uh, mahi nui whakaharahara. Finally got there. some closure now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there's still lots of work to do. There's lots of tupuna of remains. Of course. And also it begs the question and, and has inspired or encouraged us to think in the space of repatriating some of the remains that we hold mm. in our museums. You know, it's good enough for us to ask for our tupuna <coughs> back. We need to be a part of the conversation. Of returning there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we have a lot of, like, um, ancestral remains that are from overseas countries? I, n- I don't know how many there are, but they definitely are. Mm. Mm. Uh, remains from other countries. And then, yeah, I could be saying, nah, I'm going to say, it, you know, there's a lot of Tonga that were uh, wrongfully taken from, from other places. I know we've got a huge Tahitian collection here. Uh, more than what the Tahitians have in their museums, yeah. Um, so you know, there's all the sort of conversations and yeah. wānanga that that opens up. Mm. Mm. Mm, cool. Well, um, well, talking about excellence, this is this is a perfect time to excellent to te panikire tanga o te reo and from hypothesis, if you will. Yes, yes. And we just want to ask, it's. It's now been closed for a couple of years mm. now, and we we understand that you are a 2019 a former mm. form or you are an alumni of the beautiful experience. We just want to know what it was like in those uh, being there. It's a myth now, mm. you know, and the fact that Te Panikiritanga has closed has finished adds to it, mm. you know, and gives it more gravitas because nobody else will ever go. Mm. If you weren't there, you're not going to, you know, know what it was like. And it is, you know, when people talk about it. Even for us that were um that are graduates, 
and um, Kaituruki, so past uh, support tutors. I came on as a support tutor after my year um, at the behest of uh, Farehuia, Pakake Winiata of Po. Uh, Leon and Pane were already teaching, and they were um, mostly there for Timoti, but Pane had a lot of tikanga, uh, ngā mahi tikanga as well. Um, yeah, it was it's it's something you had to experience. Um, you know, it's really it's really a lot of Jedi stuff went on at the yeah. Nikiritanga, you know, uh you know, getting woken up at you know, going till three, four in the morning mm. and then getting woken up at six. You know, things like that. Um just being taught until you know, and Poe would say, Oh, you know, kia kai toko puha, kia kai toko mauri. You're eating the matauranga until you're belching. You know, and 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 spewing pretty much. It's being rammed down your throat. You got no choice. And if mm. you and if you fall asleep, you fall asleep. You know, so those sort of things went on. Teaching in the dark. You know, uh, all sorts of things. You know, and they're really just they're things that we used to do as a people. From there, are a lot of things that came out of the Farewananga. Um Yeah, and people went there to be cussed by Timoti. You know. Yeah, yeah, but my my but you can say, oh man, Timuti, you know, he gave it to me. Took a skin afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You know, na kuya iki ai ko na ihu puta the graduates he kafiro na tera and and our uh, our um, intake ko 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 te ranga puituono you know kumato anahini wetini mitanga tai te hau mihi ata was us with with us for a little bit of time. Um, and then Teranga Putsua Tais, Panya, Leon, uh, Matai, Smith, Hone Edwards, Kurohere. You know, it's a bit of it's a who's who. But Kari Momo, because now Kite Tsiroake, Katoa, na Ihuputa, na Ikafiro Rane, Otepane Kiritanga, Tenuinga, Meki Tenuinga, Kohoki ki, Kohoki atu Mato ki, or Mato iwi kite Kite Fangai, your Mato Ranga. So we've gone, if we weren't already at home, people have gone home. To start, and there's a lot of initiatives um, throughout Aotearoa that um, were spearheaded or they were sparked by graduates of Te Panikiritanga. And it was a honing school, I would say, a finishing school for mm. many. So it was a, 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 it was a, a hekura a mote matatau. Hekura matatau, mote matatau, kia matatau wakeai, I think, I think is how Ti Muti explained it. Not as yeah. much uh, a uh, foundation learning space. No, no, no. It was like the 36 <laughs> chambers of Shaolin, you know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go start at chamber one and go through to 36. That's how it was. Mm. Yeah, very much so. And yeah, and since it's closed, it has added to the. Yeah. If you could do it again, would you? Yeah. Mean. I would. It was my, and I, uh, I needed it in that point of my life because mm. I felt I didn't have anybody I could, you know, because my old people had gone, you know, and um, but it made me look inside myself and see what I had as well, you know. So I learnt lots in Te Panikiritanga, and I also learnt lots about myself, which I think is one of the greatest teachings Te Panikiritanga gave me anyway. Yeah. Before we, uh, before we wrap up, wait there, wait there. Oh, um, I just want to ask. Do you think there'll ever be a course similar to that, like as a reincarnation, or will that be the, a part of the myth? Yeah, you know, he called it the um, uh, apotheosis or apothesis, um, or the kiau kuira ko te panikiritanga. Kia kia pa ni rau ko Leon te kairangi o te reo, so we've got a master's program. 
um, ki uh, te wānonga o te roa. It is primarily te reo. I think, I'm not sure, it might be close to what you would get in terms of um, te whakapakari te reo. It's a bit more, it's intense, I've heard. But, um, panik, you know, ka hoki au ki te kupu nei wairua. Panikiritanga hera wairua. You know, you felt it. And, and, and you know, um, we had PhD, people were terrified. Mm. The students were, you know, it's it's really cool. We can have a laugh about it now, but you know, he, you know, friends saying, "Oh man, they when Panikiritanga was coming up, they start hyperventilating with the <laughs> going." You know, but they went there for that. We went there to get that because yeah. um, you want to feel that, you know. And um, yeah, so I don't think kite tu kwatu etahi kaupapa. So there's there's other kaupapa. I'm not gonna name them, but throughout um um te motu, um that are sort of um um. How to kupu? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say copy, but I've taken elements of mm. te panikiritanga into this kura, but there'll never be anything like te panikiritanga. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Which um, so three parter. Which intake is the best? Oh, you're probably gonna say yours. Which intake <laughs> is the best? Which intake was the most mischievous? And which intake was, in your eyes, the most resourceful? Um. Well, there's definitely rivalry between the uh, Rangapu Tuatahi and the Rangapu Tuono. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, like friendly rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but you know, the Rangapu Tuatahi were the guinea pigs, mm. and um, so were some of the other Rangapu, like Rangapu Tuarua Tuatoru. By the time it got to us, um, Timoti, Farihu and Po had honed the program. I think you know, kua kua fakatika ngia, kua pakari. And I think that's why we're the best Rangapu. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now no, my humility's out the door. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm going. I'm going on my Tauro side now. I've got some Tauro. I forgot about here. But um, yeah, funny who has said it one time and all. So it's sort of been a friendly sort of, you know, kuwaita tino Rangapu, and we were the Rangapu nanakia, definitely. Yeah, I could tell some <laughs> stories. I won't tell them here, but um, mm. you we we got a lot of things. You know, yes, <laughs> we were we were the nanakia. Um, resourceful. I think um, the Rangapu um, a turning point was when uh, Auntie Niwa passed away. So Farewia's wife. Um, that was a that was a turning point for Te Panikiritanga. Uh, Ite mea ireira uh, niwa i ngā wākatoa hei tautoko i a wharewia me, uh, me tīmoti me pō And when she passed away, a uh, bit of wharehuia left with her mm. Went with her And um, mm, e karepea i, i hoki mai Te mm, tino wharehuia i mōhio ai mātou So I would say the rangapu after Us after niwa's passing And um, yeah, ne hara tērā i te kōrero um, māma but definitely was there was a change in the panikiritanga then. So I would say the, the rangapu after us had to be a bit uh, resourceful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean, uh, for sharing that, despite mm. how hard that <coughs> must have been to mm. say. But yeah, no, Kelda. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm quite lost for words. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be able to experience this today. Very much and so. Because yeah, of that, hard. Because of that, unless my colleague has anything else to say. Now this man's got things to do. Let's let's wrap it okay, up. Now, now we're going to come down to our wind down stage. We do this with every single guest. We're going to ask a couple questions, which we've asked everyone else, just to see what your answers are. Mm-hmm. So we're going to begin with, what is your favourite 
game. It could be a sport, a video game, card game. Ah, uh, Texas Hold'em. Ooh, oh. Texas Hold'em. Oh. Yeah. You don't want the smoke. No, no, no. Um, what is your uh, favourite, if you haven't already been, or um, your most looked forward to travel destination? Uh, now, um, oh, we've been to lots of places, but probably not as would be Africa. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, we just got back from Switzerland. We're going to Japan in December, but um, Africa's at the top. Yes, we are, we we are really we both know who and I want to go because she's got African fucker papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Africa. Do you know where exactly in Africa you would like to go? Um, well, now we've just found out because she found out through her um auntie that um yes she's got Nigerian fucker papa. So mm. I'd like to go there. Maybe start there and um definitely um. Oh, the wetlands. Oh, the name has escaped me. But um, yeah, one of the the wetlands. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna sound really dumb. The wetlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next part, so being a person of your experience, gone through all your things. What are some pieces of advice that you would like to hand out to people that are listening today? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. Yeah, and one day you're gonna be a leader. And if you are a leader, don't be afraid to ask for help. Everybody needs it. Yeah, and have a tight circle of friends. Um, always look after those that are loyal to you and be loyal to them. Mm, yeah. Yeah, very true. Mean. And um um Tai um, do you have any shout outs that you want to give to any friends, whanau, colleagues, or whoever, whoever at all? Uh Wahine. Um yeah, so my Takuwahine keeps me on track and you know, Kiau Emanui Tera. Um, ko tohua, tohua puma ako wahine ako tane ako i i arere. See, that's another. <laughs> you know, that's a wahanga for yeah, taringa, yeah. but yeah, um, two point eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Me me hana kitaku wahine tana itana tai toko mai ya irotoinga tai. Ah, uh, se koya tera. Um, yeah. Me te a popo. Um, ako era korero kite mote rangatahi e kite anau. Um, I'm I'm big on rangatahi, and I've been saying for years that a lot of when I go to these workshops and think tanks and blah blah, I'm like, where's the rangatahi? Um, so yeah, no no koto te ao. Um, e, e, no korua no koto te ao. Um, so kuira aku mihi. And yeah, all of all of you us that are doing our best, um, kite fangai ite mauri o te reo, um. It's all right to take a break. And mm. taku shout out um, ki ngā kayaku i ngā kōhangareo, ngā kaiawhina, ngā kura katoa. Also, ev- um, ngā kura aiwi, whare kura, kura kaupapa, me ngā mainstream. So now we're in the age of whare kura and kura kaupapa. I'm a mainstream baby. Mm. And um, there's a lot of our power core that are in mainstream. They're still doing the hard yards there because, and don't kawe whatever they Henry tonu ngā Māori kei reira. Mm. Yeah, so, kuna kuna aku mihi kei mahui au etei. Yeah. Mean, mean. And to you two, say so thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for coming. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Straight up. After months of manifesting such a beautiful <laughs> corridor, many emails, many phone calls, and maybe even a letter or two, we finally have been able to come to a beautiful conclusion with this corridor here today. So thank you very much for joining us here in the two two studio. Mm. Um, my colleague, my colleague, fine. Do you have any any closing remarks? Because this here is our finale for the year. Well, um, 
Firstly, I guess thank you to everybody for joining in for the year, and I can't wait for next year. Um, this has been probably by far my favorite episode so far mm. as a as a um a finale. So I couldn't be more happy about it. Mm. Mm. And just to reiterate it, this was this has been a lovely experience to be able to meet you, Matua. Because I've put never... Put on it, bro. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, never the same, man. If you see me in the street, just say, just call me Prao. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's lovely to be able to have you here in the studio, Prao. I, I haven't been able to be around too many uh, exponents of mana Māori motuhake, so thank you, thank you. And um, unless there's anything else that needs to be said... Let's wrap it up. Matua, it's your turn. Thank you everyone who has ever tuned in Tenakwe to our illustrious guest. I'm fine, that's Crave, that's Steen on the camera, and to do all 55 work out, Tina. Tina! Tina. 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 Tina.